there's anyone out there that doesn't think that they're ever going to have an opportunity to get out of their day job, or they just, they're not happy in their space in life, just be patient and just make that commitment today that you're never going to settle until you're there. So if anyone doesn't think that it's possible, just make that commitment. I'm going to get there and just understand that it might take a while. It's not going to be one single idea. It's not going to be one person you talk to or one decision you make. It's going to be a thousand little tiny decisions that you make every single day for an extended period of time. Welcome to Star of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley. Today, we have an amazing co-host. It's Adam Silver from KitchenSinkWP.com. Hey, Adam. Hey, everybody. And of course, our guest today is none other than Sam Lytle. He is a writer, small business owner, civil engineer, and 3D visualization expert. He lives near Las Vegas with his wife and three kids. You can find out more about Sam by visiting his website, SamLytle.com. That's L-Y-T-L-E. Sam, it is a pleasure to speak with you today. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Jared. The pleasure is all mine. It really is an honor to be here. And Adam, it's great to talk to you again as well. Well, even if you don't mean that, we appreciate you saying it. And of (laughs) course, what is the best concert that you have ever been to? Oh, man. I'm not actually much of a concert goer. I would prefer a nice set of over-the-ear headphones. But I did. there is one concert that I went to that was noteworthy, which is right after high school. My older brother took me to Hoover Snake at the Joint in Las Vegas. It was quite the rockin' affair, and, and a small-town boy, my eyes were definitely open, and it was it was a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. I don't know if we want to ask any more about that. <laughs> uh, your eyes were open. What Did you see something crazy? Well, it, it's called the joint for something, you know? Oh, fair enough. <laughs> I have no idea what he's talking about. Me neither. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. No idea. All right. <laughs> Let's roll into blank versus blank. We'll give you a couple of options if you'd be willing to pick one, and a short reason why, and Adam, if you'd kick us off. Of course. All right, Sam. NFL versus the NBA. Oh, this is no question. You've got to go with the NBA. I know there's a lot of NFL fans out there, but my family, it's all NBA. And did you play basketball growing up? I did. I played a lot of basketball. I, I'm more interested in basketball than basketball is in me. I've never been super great at it, but to this day, me and my brothers, we always get together and play basketball almost every week. That's cool. All right. So the next blank versus blank, driving to work versus walking to work. If anyone ever has the opportunity, you have to walk to work. It's changed my life. The past couple months, I've been able to do it almost every day. And I live in a small town, so it's a a different situation. But my walk to work consists of jumping about three fences, walking through two fields, walking past uh, 50 cows, and even a llama. So I just love it. It's one of my favorite parts of every day. And being able to do that over commuting has just really changed a lot about my life lately. How long does it take you to get there? About 10 to 15 minutes. It's about three quarters of a mile. Good deal. That sounds like you're leaving Shawshank Prison. That just sounds weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Sorry. I had to chime chime in on that. It's just like, wow, jumping fences, hopping gates, going through fields. All right. (laughs) Finish this sentence, Sam. Adam, if you kick us off. That's mine. Finish the sentence. (laughs) The best thing about Las Vegas is... Oh, the best thing about Las Vegas is that I don't live there anymore. <laughs> Las Vegas is where I went to school. It's where I lived a big portion of my life. And we still live very close to there. But as far as raising a family, we're really glad to be out of that. And, and the traffic is just getting pretty crazy these days. All right. The last finish this sentence, Sam. The number one myth 
about success and entrepreneurship is? The number one myth is that it's all about one good idea. I say that because that's a lesson that I've learned kind of the hard way. A few years ago when I first realized that I wanted to get into business and eventually become an entrepreneur, I realized, I was like, okay, what's an entrepreneur? They invent things. And so that's what I did. I I invented this thing. I came up with this concept called the OGBoard, O-G-G-B-O-A-R-D. You can still Google it and learn all about it. And I came up with a concept. Three weeks later, I put it on Kickstarter. This was long before Kickstarter was cool. I got a ton of buzz. I was featured on CNET and Kotaku and a lot of these huge sites. They were saying things like, this game board is going to change gaming as we know it. And so about three days into it, I was like, all right, I'm set. This is entrepreneurship. I got, I had my good idea and I'm, I'm good to go. You know, as things go, we didn't even come close to reaching our goal. But I was so set on that idea that I spent an entire year building a team, building a, a prototype, proving the concepts, and we relaunched again and we failed again, even more extravagantly the second time. It was around that time that I started to realize, you know, if I'm going to be successful in life and in doing this, it's not going to be because of one idea. Like it's going to be a decision that I make and that I'm never going to give up until I am where I want to be. All right. Well, that's a true myth. It's true. You know, you have to have the plan in place, but not jump the gun. So, all right. Question for you. You have been a friend of the show since the beginning. What do you like about Star of the Doubts? I like Star of the Doubts because you get a lot of perspectives from people. And sometimes it's people that have kind of been through the trenches. They've been successful and you can learn a lot from that. But a lot of times there's people that are still in it every single day. They have to starve the doubts. And it's just like, I think in my life, probably a lot of people in my situation, you're not surrounded by people like you very much. And so it's just an opportunity to surround yourself with people that are trying to do things that might be hard, might not be the easiest path, the best path for them. I get that, you know, all the time from Start the Doubt. Sam, and I appreciate you saying that. You're currently a small business owner, but that was not always true. And you mentioned some of the things you went through with the, the idea with the Kickstarter campaign stuff. What are some of the other things you were doing before being a small business owner? Well, I wrote a book, which is actually before that idea. It wasn't available on Amazon. It's not anymore. It's called Gold Stars. And that was a really cool experience for me. It was very fulfilling. And when I was done, I was like, man, I want to create. I want to do more things like this. And it wasn't just the writing. It was just the creating. It was just the experience. And then uh, after that, I got into, I thought I wanted to be a writer at that time. And so I started writing for a website called App Advice, which is a really popular blog about iPhone and iPad apps. I did that for, I don't know, a year and a year and a half, got paid to review iPhone and iPad apps. And that's kind of where I first learned about WordPress. I I learned about content marketing. I realized that these guys, they were making money. And so I started my own site, which was just kind of a niche technology site. And it went really well. It, It was super popular for the keywords that I was going for. But there was a lot of issues of it. One of them was people weren't coming there to spend a lot of money. They were coming there to research apps. And so even though I had a ton of traffic and I completely dominated my space, I never made good, consistent money. And so a while back, I sold that to transition to my most recent project, which is Civil FX. And that's kind of a blend of my education and background, as well as my passion for content marketing and online business. Awesome. All right, Sam, so here's one for you. You've been involved in startups and making money online for several years. And now your day job as a civil engineer, also as a civil engineer, how did you finally make that jump from building your business full time? I mean, if that makes sense. What was that push? Yeah. And it wasn't easy. 
when I made that decision a few years ago that I wanted to eventually start my own business and not work for someone else, I set a deadline for myself, and that was when I was going to be 30 years old, the day, my 30th birthday, or the day before, somewhere around there, I was going to just quit my job and be done. And so everything I did on the nights and weekends was to move me towards that goal of being ready to do that. And as that goal came closer, you know, we had our third child, and as our family got bigger, you know, our demands to support them kept increasing. And it came apparent around that time that I was like, okay, I'm, I don't think I'm going to make it when I'm 30, but that's okay. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep going. And on my 30th birthday, the firm I was working for, we went to a meeting and we, it was at the university that I went to, but it was a potential client. We talked to him. And then afterwards I asked my manager, I was like, how do you think that went? And he's like, oh, that was terrible. He only wanted to meet with us because he wants to learn how to do it and do it himself. We're never going to talk to him again. And I was like, oh, well, if he wants to learn it himself, why don't we do a, a training contract with him instead of doing it as a service? This is 3D visualization, which is my specialty within civil engineering. And he's like, oh, no, 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 that's not how it works. You know, we have to keep our ideas for ourselves. And that's how you win because everyone's just going to steal your ideas. And that was completely different from how I think. So I really started, I talked to them more about that and really had my eyes open about this company I was working for in the direction they were going. And I realized that it wasn't the way that I think. I'm trying to have a, you know, an abundance mindset and it just wasn't there. And so that night, it was my 30th birthday. I walked home and I told my wife, you know, I'm done. I'm going to go. And I knew if I didn't go quit that day that I would lose potential clients for myself because a lot of people were approaching me personally. And so the next day I walked in and I left my job and I was able to take several of those projects and survive. For, I mean, we're still in survival mode, but if I wouldn't have jumped on that point, I would have never had the momentum that I needed to start Civil FX. I got a question, Sam. So the 3D visualization stuff, I mean, I'm, I'm starting to see a lot more of that. That's becoming more of a buzz. What compelled you to get into that? Well, it's something that's been done in architecture for a long time. I mean, maybe 20 years. It's just getting gotten better and more ubiquitous and easier in architecture. But in civil engineering, it's not as common. And when I was in school, I learned about this program called SketchUp, and I started doing some 3D modeling. And every time we'd have a project, I would spend the majority of my time doing 3D modeling and then maybe a little bit of time doing the math and the calculations. But I never thought that it was something that I could get paid for. It was just something that I enjoyed on the nights and weekends. And when I got my first job after I graduated, a year or two into it, they said, hey, we know you're into this 3D stuff. Could you make us a short video? It was actually, uh, they wanted to show bridge pier conflicts, how they conflicted with how the planned bridge piers were going to conflict with the pipeline. And so I made this video based on actual CAD data. And the, the project managers went, just went bonkers for it. They loved it. And so I was like, wow, maybe there's something to it. And that was the time, right about the time when I kind of had my entrepreneurship awakening and and I was like, this is it. This is what I'm going to do as a business someday. And that was about three years ago. And ever since then, I've made that focus. I mean, I'm a civil engineer. I just got my license a few years ago. So I've spent a lot of time in CAD, designing roadways and parking lots and everything else. But I've made 3D visualization a huge part of what I've done. And now it got to the point where I was like, this can be a real business. This is really going to start exploding in the next few years. Sam, you mentioned how you made that jump from the civil engineer to now building your business full-time. So how do you starve the doubts every day? Because you said, yeah, survival mode, you're still working through and navigating some of those challenges. Yeah. I have to give my wife a lot of credit. I could, 
I could spend the entire episode talking about her and, and how she supported this. It would probably be more interesting than myself. But when we made the decision to leave, we also made the decision to drastically cut our cost of living so that we can make this happen. And that made it, that included making some sacrifices and sacrifices about our standard of living. And my wife has been a huge catalyst for that. And so that's made it possible. And then every day I just have to envision where I see civil aspects going and where we want to be as a family, that life of freedom, of security, you know, that's the big trick in business is anyone can have security, so-called security by having a job, and anyone can have freedom by quitting their job, but to have security and freedom, that's the big trick and that's kind of the holy grail. And, and so by every day, keeping my mind on that future where we will have security and freedom, it allows me to wake up and keep working on this even when the clients aren't calling or you know no one's visiting the website. That's a good point. All right, Sam. So I recently heard Dan Miller mention you on his 48 Days to the Work You Love podcast. <laughs> it was, I was like, hey, I know that name. How did you connect with Dan? You know, what impact has connecting with influencers like Dan had on your business, if any? Well, one of my secrets is that I'm not only a podcast junkie, but I really believe in interacting with podcasts that I listen to. And so a lot of people don't know this, but I think that was the third time that I've been mentioned on Dan Miller's podcast. I've been had a voicemail on Michael Hyatt's podcast. I've been on Tropical NBA podcast. I've been on a lot of these. I like to interact with them. And so that's my way of surrounding myself with people like me, even though I don't have them in my daily life as much. I actually met Dan. Jared, you introduced me to him at New Media Expo, and it was, it was incredible to meet him and feel how genuine he is and how warm you know his personality is. And I think it's little experiences like that that give me that extra motivation to, to start to doubt and keep going. Sam, your family is very important to you, and that's clear. What encouragement do you have for the listeners who are also pursuing their dreams while balancing their family responsibilities? My advice is, I mean, you've got to put your family first. You have to put supporting them first. I think there can be a tendency to say, okay, this is my mission. I'm called to do this, to start this business. And I've had to check myself with that a lot. But you have to provide for your family first. And, and even if it means me going back and getting a job, then I'll do that because I know that I need to do to support my family first and foremost. I'm never going to put their safety and security and, and health and well-being behind my dreams. So having that life of freedom and security that, that I was talking about. And so always put your family first. But then also, you know, if you have a significant other that you're trying to have buy into this, keep them in the loop as much as possible. I mean, I think it's hard for my wife because I hear these clients when they're excited about what I've just done for them or when they're talking to me about a big contract. But my, my wife's not part of that. And so it's hard for her to start the doubts every day because she's, she doesn't see that. She's not involved in that every day. So keeping her involved with what's going on as much as possible has made it so that we can work together on this. It's a good way to look at things, honestly. So how important is it for you to give back to others and to give back to me? No, I'm kidding, not just me. (laughs) Well, I love talking to people. One of my goals, I think, someday is I want to be kind of like a career coach or a life coach, someone like Dan Miller. And I see myself someday giving back in that way to be able to talk to people and just say, I really believe strongly in personalities. Everyone's different. I know not everyone wants to quit their job and start a business like I have. And I really respect the people that are satisfied doing civil engineering their entire life. But I love finding those people that aren't quite satisfied with with where they are in life, but they have the motivation 
to do something about it. And I, I like making a plan with them. You know, what are you good at? What are you passionate about? And I would like to do that all the time to really give back a few years down the road when I'm not quite so busy with three small children and starting my own business. Sam, they say hindsight is twenty twenty. So if you could go back several years and make any changes, what would you do differently? I wouldn't change anything. And that's a little bit hard to say because, you know, I'm sure if when I, when I was 20 years old and I started this, I'd be a lot further along than where I am now. But I don't have a lot of regrets in life. I think that this story that I've had, it's all part of the journey. You know, it's not about the destination. It's not about where I am now or where I'm going to be in 10 years or where I was. It's just about being appreciative of the entire journey and the entire process. So I don't have any regrets, any big regrets that way. If you could speak to yourself from 10 years ago, would you give yourself any advice? Uh, yeah, I would. <laughs> I think everybody would. I, you know, I would probably tell myself to to just focus on my education and my family because at the time that was important to me. If I would have gotten into what I'm doing now, I wouldn't have gotten the education that I received and I wouldn't have, you know, married my wife and started my family. All that was important as I look back. And I think that's, that's how it is a lot in life. You know, I don't know why things are happening in my life right now, the way they are, but in five years, it will probably make a lot more sense to me. And, and that's how I view 10 years ago. Sure. It would have been great if I would have started an online business 10 years ago, but then my entire life trajectory would have changed. And I don't want that. Right. Oh, you're so young. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what advice do you have for someone who's struggling to find out what their purpose is in life? I love this question. The best advice I have is there have been times in anyone's life where they have done something and then they've looked up at the clock and the entire day has gone by. And the best situation for that, if you had that experience and you're getting paid to do it, that's a really good sign that that's something that you might want to pursue. And that's how I first knew that 3D visualization, which is a really hard thing to say, by the way, Jared, I'm sorry that <laughs> it's not an easier thing to say, but this 3D visualization that I do, when I first did it, I absolutely loved going to work every day, which is a change. I hated going to work before that. But on the days where I was able to model something in 3D or make an animation or, or show a client what I've done, I looked forward to it. And so if there's anyone struggling to find out what that is for them, just think back. When in your life have you had those moments where the day has gone by and you haven't even thought twice about it? And if you don't think you've had those moments, try and do as many things as possible because there's something like that for everybody. You just have to do a lot of different things in your life. Yeah, that's true. You got to try stuff. I heard uh, John Acuff say one time, no one wins unless you get in the game. So you got to get in the game. And the only way to do that is to try stuff. So I, I love yeah. that advice. It takes stepping outside of your comfort zone, you know, and, and I think our natural tendency is just to sit there and be comfortable in, in whatever we're doing. But you got to try new things. you got to step outside of your comfort zone. Well, actually, let's explore that for a minute, Sam. So how do you know what to try if, if, you know, if you're starting from scratch? The best way, I mean, the advice I'm giving is for maybe someone in their 20s or early 30s that are new in their career, you have a lot of opportunities in your career, in your job to do things. A lot of times I'll ask for volunteers or see if someone wants to try out a new program or, you know, help out with a, a project. And the best way to have those experiences is just to raise your hand freely and just say, yes, I'll try that. Do you know what it is? No, I don't know what it is, but I'm going to try it, you know. And by doing that, you're going to meet new people, you're going to have new experiences, and eventually you're going to find things that you enjoy more, hopefully, than what you're doing in your regular day job. 
And if part of that trying new things involves WordPress, I know a good guy on this call that might be able to help with that. Oh, man. Adam Silver is <laughs> the bomb with WordPress. I know that for <laughs> Also, the uh, commissioner of the NBA, uh, pulling back here on your basketball <laughs> love. I cannot, I cannot believe that you still have adamsilver.com. You just got to sit on that. It's for sale. Five seats, Lakers, courtside for life. <laughs> parking. I would just put that, you know, using your WordPress skills, just put that right up on the front page. This website is available. This is the criteria. Yeah. If you care about personal branding, and you should, <laughs> contact me. <laughs> exactly. All right. Sam, back to you. So who is doing something that interests you? Well, obviously, you guys, you know, this podcast has been an inspiration for me many times. Adam, you know, you, the things that you're doing in your stage in life have have always been inspiring to me. Our mutual friend, Donald Kelly, he's doing some really cool things as well. But I do have to give a shout out to my good friend, David West with the Startup Business Podcast. He is producing content in a way that I've never seen it produced. It's almost like an entire college curriculum and it's just in this podcast and it's really growing fast. And I think that if people haven't heard about that and jumped on the Startup Business Podcast bandwagon, they should now before it completely goes mainstream. Startup Business Podcast, all right. Include that in the show notes here. All right, yeah. Sam. What's the best place for our listeners or Jared's listeners <laughs> to connect with you? Well, he mentioned my website, samlidle.com. I haven't updated that a lot lately because I've been busy with my new project, but you can always check out civilfx.com and see the project that I meant to lately. I basically just make animations for civil engineering transportation projects showing, you know, what an intersection is going to look like and my email and contact information is all in there. I stay pretty active on LinkedIn because that's pretty standard in my industry as well. Sam, do you have any final thoughts for the listeners? I just, I appreciate this experience. If there's anyone out there that doesn't think that they're ever going to have an opportunity to get out of their day job, or they just, they're not happy in their stage in life, just be patient and just make that commitment today that, that you're never going to settle until you're there. You know, I'm not where I want to be right now, but this is the best way to explain where I am now is, you know, a few months ago when I had a day job, I would spend every waking hour and all of my energy to get out of that situation. And now that I'm out of that and that I have my own business, I spend every waking hour staying in this situation. I could do what I'm doing for the rest of my life and I'd be happy. And so if anyone doesn't think that it's possible, just make that commitment. I'm going to get there and just understand that it might take a while. It's not going to be one single idea. It's not going to be uh, one person you talk to or one decision you make, it's, it's going to be a thousand little tiny decisions that you make every single day for an extended period of time. Oh, well said. Sam, best wishes to you and Civil FX and of course your family and just all the cool stuff you're up to. We really appreciate you taking time. And Adam, thank you again for uh, being a part of it too. My pleasure. Had a blast being here. Thank you both. It has been an awesome experience. <laughs> I mean, you've got to put your family first. You have to put supporting them first. I think there can be a tendency to say, okay, this is my mission. I'm called to do this, to start this business. And I've had to check myself with that a lot. But you have to provide for your family first. And, and even if it means me going back and getting a job, then I'll do that because I know that I need to do to support my family first and foremost. I'm never going to put their safety and security and, and health and well-being behind my dreams. So having that life of freedom and security that, that I was talking about. And so 